Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges welcomes Ann E. Doran, Executive Director of the Office of Patient Advocacy at the Veterans Health Administration in Washington, D.C. Director Doran served her country in the United States Navy and now continues to serve by heading up the Office of Patient Advocacy in Washington, D.C. If you are finding the VA services difficult to negotiate or need someone to help you get a problem solved, this is the office that can assist you. Director Doran shares that there are patient advocates in every VA hospital waiting to help you. You'll find out what they can, and in some cases, cannot do. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. Remember, as with every Veterans Corner, if you can, have a pencil and paper ready, because we're going to have websites, we'll have phone numbers, we'll have contacts things you're going to want to remember. Now, you can always go back and listen to the podcast, but it may not be where you are, and you may want those numbers right away. I have a really great guest today with me. I have Ann Doran. She is the Executive Director of the Office of Patient Advocacy. That's a pretty good term. Director Doran, thanks for coming on with me. Well, thank you so much. I, I feel honored that uh, you would want to speak to myself in representing our office. Uh, I'm just delighted to be here. Believe me, the James A. Haley Veterans Advocacy Office gets lots of referrals from me, and they never let me down. They are great over there, and I just know across the nation that the patient advocates are out there doing things for the patients that the patients don't even know they're doing. It's very true. And I think it's important they understand just what your office does. Well, I'll tell you, I've only been with the VA for about two years, and this is a new office. This office uh, was established by the CARA legislation, which is the Comprehensive Addiction Recovery Act. And what had happened is it was found during an investigation that veteran was seeking services from the patient advocate and wasn't heard. And uh, so the CARA legislation put a section in that there needs to be a national office of patient advocacy. And I am honored that I was selected as the executive director. I'm a retired chief petty officer. I served oh, for 20 really? years. I'm a Persian Gulf War veteran. And then I've spent 20 years in the private sector where the Department of Patient Advocacy has always fallen under me. So I am uniquely suited to implement policy across the VA for our patient advocates. And what an honor it is to come back and serve veterans. Well, one of the things I love about the VA is so many of the people working there are veterans. Yes. 
which is really great. I mean, yeah, right. it makes sense to hire veterans whenever you can anywhere. Absolutely. But within the VA, these people have a better feeling. You know, a civilian who's never served in the military, they just can't understand the uniqueness of the bond that we form as military. I was in the Air Force. You see my B-52 in the background as we're talking. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. You know, it, it is so important that we have people in those positions and where you're at that understands the needs we have. Absolutely. I agree. And I will tell you that many of our patient advocates are veterans and they take that bond so seriously. They, they take it as such an honor that they can serve veterans. And those patient advocates that are not veterans, normally they have a family member or relative that, that has served. And that's why they came to the VA, so they could serve veterans. So they understand how to make that connection. And that's uh, something that I'm trying to build as I implement this program across the VHA is helping the patient advocates understand that they need to build that communication bond with the veterans. Because oh, yes. when a veteran shows up to see a patient advocate, there's, there's something wrong, <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, and sometimes in the heat of the moment, the veteran may not really get across what the true issue is. And those patient advocates, they work so hard to make sure they're understanding the veteran, to find out, gee, is there an underlying issue here? You know, am I really hearing exactly what the veteran needs resolved? Oh, yes. And that, you know, sometimes they don't even know what they need resolved. Exactly. They're just mad. That's right. And our patient advocates, um, you know, they're not trained social workers, although some of them are social workers. A lot of our patient advocates don't have a clinical background. And so to tease that out of the, the angry veteran in the moment, it's a real skill set. And uh, I, I'm proud to tell you that we have wonderful patient advocates at, at the VA. I really have referred to them so many times as problem solvers. Yes, they are problem solvers. And, you know, there is a perception that the patient advocate is there to resolve that issue personally. And that's, that's really not the case. A patient advocate coordinates the response. They get in touch with the people who are really going to provide the answer. Yes. And they make sure that that connection happens. And they follow up at the back end to make sure the complaint was resolved. And then more importantly, they document all these issues. And then they're able to report to leadership, hey, we have a trend in this area. There's a problem in the parking lot that we need to get fixed. You know, Or there's a problem with our phone system because I've got three or four complaints regarding the phone system this month. And that really is a, a very important aspect of being a patient advocate. Because if you're just taking complaints and resolving them, then you're not dealing with the root cause. And then you have another veteran come in and complaining about the same thing. Yes, yes, that, that's something I hadn't given any thought to, but the reporting of problems yeah. that they're facing every day. By the way, there's veterans advocates in every one of the major hospitals, is that correct? Every hospital, every hospital has a patient advocate. Yes. And they go by different, different titles. Sometimes they're called uh, veteran experience officers. Sometimes they're called patient representatives, veteran advocates. But 
there is a patient advocate in, in every hospital. A lot of the major CBOCs also have patient advocates. I think that's important because we've got a, a brand new, beautiful clinic here. But the people you need to contact if you're going to talk with a patient advocate is that the main mothership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and, and I do know that, you know, now with COVID, um, oh. we're implementing things such as having Zoom meetings like this, you know, teleconferences to where the patient advocates can still be in touch with their veterans. And I, I want to tell you that I have a monthly live camera meeting with the patient advocates across the nation. And I ask them, how are you able to serve our veterans during this pandemic situation? And the answers I get make me want to cry. Oh, we know who our vulnerable veterans are. We know who those regular veterans are, and we're calling them to check on them. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that awesome? We had a situation out here, and I'm in Southern Florida, and had a situation where somebody got discharged from the hospital, not the VA hospital, but a regular civilian hospital okay. with COVID. Okay. And they also had a problem with their memory. So we were dealing with both. The wife called me. She mm -hmm. said, I, I don't know. I can't handle this. He's big. I, I need help. And we called the patient advocate. The patient advocate jumped right in, got some people from different areas, and yep. were able to get them help within 24 hours. There now, unfortunately, go. he passed away, mm -hmm. but Sorry. the help was going to be there. Yeah, that's what our patient advocates do. And so many of them go above and beyond. A an example would be a veteran comes in and has a complaint uh, where he or she needs to be connected to another department. And the patient advocate will make that call for them. Or there's a problem with their medication. And the patient advocate, instead of saying to the, the veteran, well, just go back down to the pharmacy and uh, it'll, be, it'll be ready for you in a while. When I've done my site visits, I've actually seen patient advocates say, why don't you go have a cup of coffee and come back in about 20 minutes? And when they come back, that patient advocate has their medication. Oh. You know? Now, these success stories are the ones you don't hear. All you do, if you go on the internet, all you're hearing is the yes. complaints, the problems, this, yeah. that, and another thing. That's what I love about this broadcast because I constantly tell people we're getting information from the horse's mouth, yeah. not the yeah. other end, which is the internet. <laughs> and we do have room to improve, and that's why they put this office in place so we could establish training for the patient advocates, so we could establish broad policy and procedures for the patient advocate. And uh, we're very excited about where we are in our journey. We're only two years into the journey, and we have already come so far. We just did a, um, a national implementation of a new patient advocate tracking system, which will really help with that documentation. Oh, and really, yeah, really will help engage the service lines where patient advocacy is everyone's responsibility. So we are very excited. It should also identify areas within the hospital that are having the most problem Absolutely. with communications. Yes, 
and it will. And uh, we're very excited. Uh, we're very excited about the work. We're a small office, but a mighty office. We're making an impact across VHA, uh, the Veterans Health Administration. And we're so excited about that because we are passionate about serving veterans. And we want to resolve their concerns to their satisfaction. That's not always possible. Sometimes a veteran will ask for something that, unfortunately, it may be against regulation. It may be not clinically indicated. And then the patient advocate has to provide that bad news as well. But they do try their very best to resolve complaints to the satisfaction of the veteran. What kind of problems do you see coming into your office? Just to give the people an idea of why they might want to call the patient advocate. Sometimes they're trying to get an appointment and they're not hearing back from the clinic. Sometimes, I do know our, one of our most frequent issues is billing, uh, billing oh. concerns, which really a patient advocate can assist with, but they can help redirect and coordinate uh, that response. And maybe staff member has been inappropriately rude, you know. Uh, these are things, but again, the patient advocate doesn't get the resolution to that, they turn around and make sure that the supervisor is noted. They go back to that clinic and say, hey, what's going on with a veteran so-and-so? Can you help them get their appointment? I mean, those are, I think communication is probably the, uh, the biggest complaint we have coming from many different venues. And the patient advocate not only helps resolve those issues, but then elevates those issues up. And of course, they don't elevate every single complaint. They look for those trends, sure. you know, and, and that's, that is what is so important. And then on a national level, I also look for those trends and what needs to be addressed. So um, that's really important. Is it safe to say if a veteran, and by the way, so for those who turned in late and listening to this, my guest is Ann Dorn, Executive Director for the Office of Patient Advocacy. Is it safe to say, if I have a problem with the VA that I don't feel is being addressed properly, that I should call the Patient Advocate's Absolutely. Office? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, and there are other venues as well. Um, if, if you don't feel that the Patient Advocate has been able to help you, there is the, the White House hotline. That is for an elevated response. And I think that between those two areas, we do pretty much try to resolve all veteran, veteran concerns. We do. Well, I think the Veterans Advocates Office really has been good to me. I really, I'm glad to and hear not, that. Not because I have a radio show, because they don't know that. I call <laughs> in with somebody and say, listen, I need help. Can you help so-and-so? We've got about two minutes. Is there something I haven't asked you that you want to get across or make a final statement in order to let our listeners know what you feel and what you want them to do? Boy, I appreciate that, that question. Yes. If you have a problem, don't, don't just put it on the internet or, or talk to your friends about it. Bring it to the patient advocate. Elevate it up if you're not getting a response from the patient advocate because the VA wants you to get your care from the VA. And we want to make sure that you're getting your issues resolved. And the other thing I want to say is, please appreciate your patient advocates. Well, I, I can tell you that, that I really appreciate them and they've been really good to that me. That is good. You know, one of the rules I taught 
classes. I did seminars all over the country. One of the things in human relations always taught is never tell a problem to somebody who can't do anything about it. There you go. And these people can can and will do something about it. Even if it's to the point saying, hey, look, there's nothing else I can do with this. I'll kick it up to the next level. That's right. Or Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but we're all done. Yeah. And what they do is honorable work. It is service work. It is. Constant. Yeah. And it's not easy work. No, it isn't. They take the brunt of the veterans' anger and frustration and they do it so graciously. They do. They do their best to de-escalate the situation. You know, not unlike a police officer. Yes. You go to a police officer nine times out of 10 or probably 99 times out of 100, you've got a problem. You want it fixed. Yes. And the same thing here is people are going to you while, you, while they hurt, while they need yes. help, yes. and all those kind of things. And I think that's the perfect, perfect thing for the Veterans Advocate Office to be able to do for them because they can't reach, well, they could reach the director, they could reach these different people, but that's not the people to go to first. Your office is the place to go first, correct? We would like it if you spoke with the department where the issue occurred to see if they can resolve the issue immediately. But if that's not the case, then yes, seek out the patient advocate. We want patient advocacy to be everyone's responsibility. And if you are not able to get your issue resolved at the point of service, then absolutely go to the patient advocate next. My guest today has been Ann Dorn. I guess you prefer Annie, correct? I go by Annie. Annie Dorn, who is the executive director of the Office of Patient Advocacy for the VA in Washington. And I have to say, we're so happy you're there. And thank thank you so much. Would you come back on the air with me? I most certainly would. And I just want to tell everyone what an honor it is to serve my fellow veterans. I thank you. And I feel that very same way. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. We'll see you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.